Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's Thanksgiving special episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny, and I am here with, of course, my co-host. What's up, buddy? What is up? Thanksgiving Day. Good old turkey day. All right, uh, and uh, <laughs> because we're posting this on Thanksgiving Day, I am uh, contractually obligated to say, go football, uh, uh, go sports. Does the... Does the sport ball go? Yeah, actually, I'd say that. I actually like love football. So, you know, go sport team. Yeah, uh, we do want to, of course, as always, give a very special thank you to our Patreons, which we are currently live streaming to. If you're Woo. a top 16 patron, you have access to these once a month. Caleb's making a funny face at the camera. So a huge thank you to Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Mocha, Myth Oceanus, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Damian Zink, Mountain Man, Owen Alvarado, Cyber, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Sonny Sweet. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. And for anybody looking to become a patron, the link is in the description below. Our top 16 and above patrons are the ones that get access to these live streams. So, we also, before I forget, want to ask you to please join our Discord channel. We're like over 130 people. It's growing very rapidly. We are very happy with it. Everyone on there, super cool. Absolutely. We get great discussion on tons of different topics, and we always, always want to implore people to go ahead and join We also want to tell you to please follow us on Twitter. It helps like a lot, like way more than you think. Share us with all of your friends. Tell everybody you know how awesome we and this podcast are, are, are. 
See, Caleb's all hyped up on energy drink, and I've I'm over here like tired from a long day at work. I've had multiple energy Ooh. drinks today, but they they can only do so much, especially since when it's been like three hours. Oh yeah, no, they they wear off after a while. Oh yeah. So I know, I know. The first thing you're gonna say is, "Wait a minute, this episode is not uploading on the normal schedule." What's going on we here? Have, we have a couple of reasons for that. Yes. So, mainly, first and foremost, is uh, the content of today's episode is very conducive to you spending money. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to spend money... And tomorrow is Black Friday. Right. And so there's also Cyber Monday. Best time to do it. Yes, exactly. So, if you're going to spend money, the best time to do it is on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And we wanted to make sure that this episode released early enough and with enough time that everybody would be able to adequately uh, prepare their wallets. Exactly. To make a plan of action, prepare, set an alarm, because these Black Friday deals, they start early, early. Um, 5 a.m. in some cases. uh, I think that the, um, the TCG player... Sale starts at 6 a.m. If it's east, that would be 5 a.m. here. It'd be 5 a.m. Central, but it'd be like 3 a.m. Uh, Pacific. Yeah, on the West Coast. Yeah, uh, I'm going to see if I can find their... Uh... Okay, the last like three times I've pulled up their website, it shows me, but this time it's not showing me. Whatever. Yeah, because you've already seen it like three times. And I keep exiting out of the little box every time. Whatever. <laughs> but yes, this is on TCG. They are preparing for Black Friday. So mm-hmm. keep all of that in mind as we talk about today's episode, as we talk about what we're going to talk about, which, as I'm sure you know, if you have read the um, description and title. Right. You know that today we are talking about the top budget decks of the current format as well as the top tech cards of the current format. Now, when we say budget decks, we don't have a number in mind. We're just kind of trying to keep it like, I don't know, $150 and below, which sounds like, oh, you can definitely get a deck for that. You can get a core for that. But a whole deck is a little bit different story when you consider things like Ash Blossoms being like $15 to $20. Nibiru's. Nibiru's are close to $20. Uh, Imperms are like $8 a piece. Yeah, so... I think if you can do like 150 to 200, that's actually like a budget deck in Yu-Gi-Oh! That for like a competitive meta deck. That's like good. So you can actually, I think, I don't think any of the decks we're going to talk about even get close to 150. <laughs> not for the cores. Yeah, not for the, yeah. Like, like I think the most expensive core that we, that we discussed earlier was like 80. Yeah. And that's on the high side. Yeah. For what we were talking, for what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, that's like buying extra stuff. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. And but for the tech cards, we don't really have that like budget oriented. It's more just, just like these are the cards that like really are going to impact the format. You should probably keep an eye out for people mm-hmm. playing them against you. And if you have them, you should probably consider playing them because they're mm-hmm. good cards. So definitely. Uh, but. Before we get into all that, the last thing I'm going to say before we get too far, much farther in is if you are listening on Spotify, please be sure to follow us on Spotify. 
And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, be sure to subscribe through Apple to iTunes or follow or whatever their method is, as well as leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Because believe it or not, it is how much we get suggested through the platform is dependent upon that. That's one of the factors. So lots of ratings, lots of reviews help us out a ton and it makes new people really feel good about clicking on our show so thank you to everybody that has done that and we look forward to reading those because generally when we get good reviews we like to read them on the podcast yeah so but i think that'll take us into the episode you ready oh yeah boy all right let's dive on into it so the first thing we're going to talk about is of course the Budget cores. Yeah, the decks, the best budget decks of the format. So, as I said, we're not really, like, limiting ourselves to a certain, like, number. We didn't do all the math on each of these and make sure that they're exactly there. But, like, we know that you can, like, uh, build this deck in within the the budget, right? Yeah. Again, as long as you have, like, you already have Ash, Imperm, Valor, Blah, nib, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, as long as, especially if you already have all of your budget, like all of your staples, this deck, these decks get so easy and cheap to build. So, oh, yeah, no, because that's where about three fourths of the price of a deck is going to come from. These days, yeah, like three, three quarters of the price of a deck is literally just staples. I mean, a play set of Ash Blossoms is easily going to run you 60 bucks, and some of these cores are about that. Or less, or less. Uh, so, which one do you want to talk? Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, you know my favorite. I want to talk about Tri Brigade. Let's go for it. So, Tri Brigade is one of the most common and best meta decks of the past year. Uh, Tri Brigade has been a very resilient deck with several waves of support. You are looking at, of course, your four main deck monsters, which are Tri Brigade Fair G, or I'm sorry, Tri Brigade Fractal, Tri Brigade Kit, Tri Brigade Karis, Nerval, and Karis. So, <clears throat> from a price point option, your main deck monsters, your Fractals, which come in Ultra and Secret, are two dollars a piece. Your kits, which only come in Super with one printing, are currently five dollars a piece. Your Karises are literally quarters, and your Nervals are the same, literally quarters. So you can get. All of those cards, your play sets for <laughs> around $21 or $22. Let's just round up and be really pessimistic about it and say 25 Yes. Then for your extra deck monsters that are involved in the deck itself, just in this deck, you're looking at... Like, first off, you have your sure two, eggs. Well, yeah, you need two to three sure eggs, which are literally a dollar a piece. Then you need two to three fair sheets, literally a dollar a piece. Rugal's pennies. And you only need one. Yes, and then all of the periphery, the peripheral options, like Almirage, you can get for just a couple of dollars. Because it got that reprint. Yes, Almirage are just a couple of dollars. You have uh, Double Dragon Lords is a super. You have... Harpy uh, Conductor if you're oh, running that. Bear Brum. Bear Brum is Bear Brum. like a dollar. Yeah, uh, Harpy Conductor if you're running that. Yeah, Harpy Conductor is very cheap. Uh, even the Samorg Link is only like two, three bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you everything. Cross Vulgar is a common. Uh, Opelousas are a bit on the pricey side. They're about eight or nine. And you really need an Opelousa, especially with the pure version. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. And you've got the space for it, so what? might as well. Yeah. 
And I would say the best versions of that deck, you really need a Zeus, which is about 20. So let's well, say for the full extra deck, if you're not running access code, say, what, $30? Yeah, so 55 60 bucks 60 total. Yes, for main and extra, now, not including like your staple hand traps and stuff. Now, the thing is, though, is that if you're not running an extra package that has exceeds, then you don't need the Zeus. Right. But that's if you're not running an additional package of something else that runs exceeds, like Lyralisk or uh, uh, Zodi- uh, Zodiac. Right. And then if you're running Cats, Rescue uh, Cat. Yeah, so Rescue Cat is like probably the card you want to look at next of uh, for picking up. Mm-hmm. And right now you can pick up the Gold Rare Original, original art. art for about 4 to $5 a piece. Yeah. So now you're in it for around seventy five. And again, that's if you run Zeus. If you're not running Zeus, you're still at like that fifty to sixty dollar range. Yes, and you don't like actually have to run Zeus, but uh, again, you only need Zeus if you're running Zodiacs or Lyralisks with them. Yes, but Zeus is a good card to have anyway. So yeah, exactly. Anytime, anytime you're running a deck that has exceeds, Zeus. Zeus, yeah. my boy, great card. You really don't need the uh, the that package though. You don't need the Zeus package if you're not running exactly the Zoo build, which almost nobody is running. These or Lyrilisk. Yeah, yeah, no, you definitely need it for the Lyrilisk build, but you can honestly you can get away with it without it. Yeah, I mean, even the Lyrilisk build of this deck is relatively cheap, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, Literally outside of exactly uh, your three copies of Bird Call. Well, no, we added it up earlier. So Bird Call is your once less Wagtail, your one Ensemble Blue Robin, and everything else you need, which is all commons. Uh, About $60, we said, for everything? Uh, 15, Yeah, about 60 sounds about right. That's for everything. So let's just say 60 for that. Uh, let's say you're running a Zeus package. Or you're running Zeus in the deck. Yeah, so it's going to be another 80. So you're, or no, we, were, we said we were at 75. Yeah, 75-ish. So we're at, we're at 60, 75, we're at 135. And then there's an additional, completely optional package that you don't have to run. I do, because I really like it. With uh, Utopic Draco Future. Yes. Um, he's a $30 card with a $1 card that you have to also run your extra deck with Utopic, Dra- with Utopic Future. I'm just going to say... My personal opinion, I, re- I see why it's being run. It's very good. I don't think you need it. You, you really don't, but again, I like it. I like having the option to, um, as summons, you know, ma- you know, summon five, yes, I'll have a, like, my, my fifth summon can't stop nib, but they're probably not going to nib on two defense position, two defense position, zero attack exceeds. They're going to wait for me to extend further. And then I overlay into, uta- into utopic, uh, utopic future, they have to nib me there. Yeah, and they if have they to. if they don't think about it, then it's over. Yeah, and then I just make you top a drag of future and just go off, not caring about any other hand traps. Yes, so it's like kind of an insane uh, deck. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think personally that it might be the best deck right now, but that's kind of like up in the air. You know, I yeah, mean, there's so many good decks right now that realistically it could be any number of yeah. things. So if you already have Tri Brigade, the Tri Brigade core, and you're looking to upgrade. You can get all the Lyrilis stuff for, like we said, like 75, 90, 60. 
Yeah, it was like, 60 and then 20 for a zoo, so 80 if you yeah. don't have a Zeus, which if you're running Tri-Brigade, you probably already have Zeus. Yeah, um, especially if you ran Zodiac, Zodiac Tri-Brigade before. And then if you do want to do the uh, Utopic Draco Future Packers, that's another 30. Yes. So that's that. And that's a big gift and you don't need it. Yeah, no, you don't need it, but it's really good. Um, the other thing that you can do in the deck, if you run the pure build with Rescue Cats, without Zeus, you're looking at $55. Mm hmm. And then if you, at that point, to keep it under 150, if you already have the hand traps, you could actually get three cross outs for about 120. Yep. Oh, I know. And still be on, and still be on. Well, you won't be under 150, but you'll be really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think if I'm doing quick maths, I'm terribly quick maths, like 100 what, 60, 165, 170 at most. Yeah, yeah. That 160 to 170 range. Uh, Which isn't bad for a tier one meta deck. Um, I don't know that pure is tier one meta anymore. 1.5. Maybe? I don't know. We'll have to see how the meta shakes out. Because there's still a certain amount of, like, uncertainty in the meta. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Particularly with uh, all the stuff. Not all the stuff, but a couple of cards coming out in Brothers of Legend. Yes, absolutely. So, the <laughs> next, we do want to go ahead and move on to the next deck. The next deck we want to talk about is what? I'll, I picked the first one, you picked okay. the second one. Uh, I was going to say Altergeist. Okay, yeah. Altergeist mo- is a cool pick. So, at the moment, right the second, the most expensive card in Altergeist is Mel You Seek at like $4 a copy. Right. Literally, every other card in the deck is a dollar. So, what's the catch? It's a trap deck. <laughs> That's the catch. It's a trap deck. Um, so the thing about trap decks is they're great if you know what you're doing. It's kind of complicated. The deck, from what I've gathered, because you, you also have to have personal spoofing, which is four dollars. Yeah, yeah, my bad. You also need personal spoofing, which is like a four dollar card. But I think you only, I think you only need one. I personally still run three because it's a great card. Um, I, I'm gonna just gonna be really honest. I have no idea. I have they never played it. this deck, but I do know that it's like. Like one of the best cards in the deck. I think you have to run three. Yeah. Um, personal spoofing just makes it uh, the primary purpose of personal spoofing mm-hmm. is it makes it where your altergeist monsters effects can't be negated. Right. Which is stupidly good. Yes. Uh, pretty good. But yeah, like, so like, like the biggest issue with the deck, like I said, is it's trap deck. So you have to know, okay, I can, if I negate this, they're turn, they have to turn in or if I negate this, they have to go this pathway. I have to gate here again. You have to know how the decks function so you can properly hit them with a solemn strike or a hand trap or whatever. Yeah, this is a great that's a great point. You you need to know You gotta have a five head to do it. And the thing is there I don't think there's a deck I don't think there's anything that you could run that will better like help you learn a format better than a trap deck. Than a trap deck. Uh, a control deck specifically. Uh, because part, it's a small reason why when I first got in the game, I ran pure trap shit all mm-hmm. forced me to learn how de- how certain decks work. Yeah, I mean, never learned how altergeist work. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about it. All I know is the deck is competitive. It is good and it is cheap. So. Like, like, uh, like, I think the like, I think the only other thing and they're you- getting new support. They're getting new cards that we haven't got yet <laughs> in Brothers of Legend. Yeah, that's why I specified at the moment. Mm-hmm. that might go up whenever we get brothers of legend so if you do want to pick up altergeist i'd say pick it up now well the thing is i would wait a week or two 
because the deck, everything in the deck is getting rewaved. That four dollars that does good not point. include the whole deck is in maximum gold Eldorado. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Um, so yeah, so either pick it up now or wait a week for Eldorado for you know people to be able to pick up the stuff from Eldorado. Yes, and then. Because once Brothers of Legend technically drops, Eldorado's already released, but like it's really of, hard to get. Yeah, because of the printing issues, it's been very hard to come yeah. across. A uh, very short printed. Anyway, um, because once Brothers of Legend drops, a lot of that's going to get more expensive because of the new Altergeist support. Right. One of which, from what I've been told by Altergeist players, is insane, insanely busted. Just is it Pukery is that what it's called? It's Pukery. Yeah. Yeah. So it's apparently it's really really good. Yeah, from <laughs> what I understand, it really is. Uh, something else that's hilarious is that, well, I find hilarious that all the altergeists are dark spellcasters, mm-hmm. so you can also run floodgates like rivalry yeah. and Gozen, and you can also and they're all spellcasters. You can also run a uh, hidden village of spellcasters. Yes, that is a great card in that deck. So like four cards, three copies of it, and terraforming. Yep. What is that at? Like, was that like five dollars for those cards at most? Yeah, it's not a lot. Yeah, just, well, just for- secret village of spellcasters is actually like a few dollars. Okay, I think yeah. they're like four or five bucks. Piece. Yeah, hasn't been reprinted in a while. But honestly, you're you don't really have much that you're doing in the extra deck that's expensive. You don't have much that you're doing in I mean, the main deck that's as far expensive. As, as far as I know, for the extra deck, it's just like the nightmare package. And then, yeah, it's niche cases like intuses and stuff like that, just in case your opponent like hits you with a maximus or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like three intus and then nightmare package. And yeah, I mean, there's more to it than that, but I I just don't know. Neither, neither do I. But but the deck itself does not live or die based on its extra deck, unlike a lot of other meta decks. Right. It, it doesn't... It's a great place to save a lot of money when you're building the deck, is if you can build a deck that just doesn't require much of an extra deck, like our next option. So, for the next one, I'm picking a very similar deck. I'm picking Eldritch. Now, for those of you who immediately went, that's not budget. Everything in the deck got reprinted in maximum gold. Again. Everything. Yeah. So gold so the Golden Lord himself got a new alt art. Yep. I think the alt arts are like five or six bucks. Yeah, because they're really cool. But the original arts and the arts and the ones from the gold series last year are only like two, three bucks. Yeah. And then like I said, literally everything else that got printed, including Scarlet Sanguine, which before were what, fifteen apiece? Um no, Scarlet Sanguines were four. Four. What was the one that was like super expensive? Elixir Black Awakening, which was Thank not you. even run. You do not even need to run it. Yeah, it's it's optional. It's extra. It's like okay, but it's not fifteen dollars worth it. I mean, now I mean you can play it for three dollars or two dollars. But yeah. you anyway. can you can build the entire Eldritch core, just the Eldritch like traps and cursed Eldland and Golden Lord that you actually need to run the deck for forty bucks yeah. or less, thirty De- bucks, depending upon like shipping costs shipping costs what specific art you get blah 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 blah. yeah yeah you you could literally come out with the entire outlet core for like 30 to 35 dollars i am confident in saying that at time of taping something else you can do because every card in the deck is zombies and they're all dark zombies true and normally you only have one monster on the field so you can very easily run TC Boo, Goes and Match, and Rivalry. All and Zombie World. And Zombie World. All very cheap cards, except Zombie World. That's kind of expensive. But all, the Zombie World package is only expensive if you're also running the the full Zombie World package. Right. Which which also runs Necro World Banshee. Mm-hmm. She's kind of expensive. I would recommend if you're going to build this deck, here's how you flush out this deck 
and use up some more of your budget. <laughs> I recommend three Nadir Servant, one Dogmatica Ecclesia, and three Dogmatica Punishments. Uh, I mean, what are the what are the uh... Nadirs are like eighteen apiece, and the Ecclesias are ten. Okay, you only need like one Ecclesia. No, you you literally only should run one Ecclesia. Yeah. You're running two Golden Lords, one Ecclesia. You're running three monsters. Yeah. That's it. Now, if you don't want to shell out that kind of money, other I mean, options... that that's less than the Tribergate deck. Yeah, that's less than it's still less. But if you don't, or if you just don't like Dogmatica on principle, which is fair, yeah, uh, you could also run other things like Inspector Border. I side with Albaz. I do not like the Dogmaticas. <laughs> I don't either, but I don't like Maximus. Fair. Just Maximus. All the rest of them are fine. It's Maximus I hate. Ooh. Anyway, anyway, um, that's what I'm hearing. That, like I said, you can run Inspector Borders, which are fairly cheap, if I recall. Um, basically, more stun. That that's what the deck does. It is stun dot deck. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it can be. Um, overall, again, it's another trap deck where you got to know what what you're doing, what your opponent's doing, so you know how to trap them. What hand, you know, what specific floodgate you need. Your extra deck's probably going to be filled with even more floodgates that you flip, mix and match and flip around. Yes, this is another one that um, you, you should be, probably be running triple tactics. You should be running all kinds of stuff. And your extra deck is literally just like Gustav Max's Juggernaut Leaves because you can technically overlay two Golden Lords and like yeah, OTK. So, out somehow, of you, somehow you accidentally get two Golden Lords on board. That's just... Overlay for Gustav Max, burn for ga- burn, burn for, for damage, TK, and then and then overlay for Juggernaut Leave, and then, then go bam. for game. Yeah, surprise OTK from behind. Yeah, it, it could very very well happen. It'd be very funny, especially because Golden Lord special summons himself out of graveyard. Yes, but kind you need, of you need the Eldritch package, which is like like I said, like thirty bucks. I, I I'm pretty confident you get the whole package for thirty. Yeah, so you Eldritch package for thirty. And then Dogmatica package for like 65, 70. Uh, just say 70. Just say 70. Uh, so you're at 100. And that leaves you $50 to get Torrential Tributes, which are only like a dollar or two. Yeah. Solemn Strikes, which uh, are cheaper. Uh, Solemn Judgments. Um, Book of Moons. Pretty much uh, Imperial Order. Pretty much whatever you need. Uh, Pot of Desires, if you really want to run that. Oh, okay. So you um, could run pot you of desires. Do actually need to run pot of extravagance in this deck? Ideally, you're running prosperity I, extravagance, but prosperity is not budget. You you I, need to run extravagance, which is like currently only like an eight dollar card out of gold. Eight yeah. eight to ten, I think. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know. Let me check. Yeah, I have yeah. the entire world at my fingertips, yeah, and here I, I am guessing. Up, I don't think it's up on presale yet. Uh, because I looked at the, well, no, 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 I'm no. It's Brothers not, of Legend. It's not on pre-sale. It's on like... Yeah, I'm thinking of Brothers of Legend pre-sale, which I looked at earlier today. So, okay, so there's 16 right now on Mac on That's still TCG. not bad. 32? Uh, considering there were 40, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, because, like, like 16 cards, $16 for a card like that is not bad. Yeah. And you don't... Tell you don't need them. You can, you're going to run Pot of Desires. It's just that... Op- yeah. optimally you'd run extravagance yeah uh you could also absolutely be running the gamma package for oh. like 10 bucks oh yeah no amazing package if you don't already have it i do still recommend you pick that up um yeah, yeah like ga- like gamma duality uh, pot yeah you can still run pot duality because you don't care <laughs> yeah yeah it's like perfectly reasonable to run pot of duality here yeah uh which is a worse pot of extra 
Prosperity? Prosperity. Yes. I get extravagance and prosperity mixed up in my Extravagance is banish three. Is ran is the random banish yeah. draw two. Yes. I still I still can get them get the two mixed up all the time. Yeah, and prosperity is banish six, you choose what you banish, and then you get to yeah. you know, see six and pick one to your yeah. hand. Three or six. Yes. Neither here nor there. That's a one hundred dollar card. No one no one no. Um no, just no. Um Which extravagance is also three or six, but you know. Yeah. Um uh, that's neither here nor there. Um overall though, like 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 You can build like the best version of this deck for hundred and fifty easy. Yeah, and that's you not ha- and that's you only having like Ash Blossom Imperm, having none of the rest of the deck. No, 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 no. This deck does not run Ash Blossom. You don't that's you're not fair. running Veilers, you're not running Ash Blossoms, you're not running You're Ant- running Imperm. Maybe. Yeah, and that's a big maybe. Most because you don't care. Yeah. You 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 don't even need Imperm. You can, you're running strikes, torrentials, and Psalm yeah. judgments. Oh yeah, amongst other things. You yeah, know, see, like an Imperm's fine as a hand trap. Like some hand traps that can just like potentially end a turn are great if you're running like Tri Brigade, where like if you end the turn, you kill the next turn. But because you're just almost have no shot of killing, realistically, you can absolutely just um not worry about running something like imperm because it does it's not you're not gonna have a chance to kill on your next turn you, you know it's a you know what i think is a hilarious tech what lance forbidden lance i mean it definitely could be yeah J- just because i think because it's a dirt cheap card it's got its niche uses um if your opponent dark holes flip lance yeah <laughs> <laughs> well uh do you, do you have another one you want to talk about? I think we got a couple more. Yeah. Uh, I said it before, and now it's escaped my mind. You want me to do my next one? Yeah, just do your next one, and it'll come to me like in the middle of that one. Uh, I think it's. I think it's. I'm gonna steal it out from my virtual video. world. Ah, you got it. Yeah, great. Now I got to think of another one while we talk about <laughs> virtual world. Uh, so, so virtual world used to be kind of a kind of expensive deck, but then it got reprinted uh, out of the 2021 uh, Ten of Ancient Battles. Right. Like, everything got reprinted in the entire deck. If you bought a bunch of the 10s, you probably have the deck. Right, right. Well, I would have, but eh. I traded a good chunk of my Virtual World stuff to a good friend of ours who was yes. also in Virtual because it's all up rarity, almost. Yeah. Uh, like, what's the most expensive card in that deck? I want to say it's it might be like Chen Chen. Uh, it's Lulu. It's Lulu? Yeah, yeah. Lulus it's... are like $8. Okay, okay, that's fair. Or six dollars, six like six to eight, depending on which version. Because there's a secret, and then there's the ultra. Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah. It, it that's literally the most expensive card. But after that, everything's a couple of dollars. Nothing else is over a dollar. That's why I said a couple. Yeah, uh, it's literally Lulu at like six to eight dollars, and nothing else in the entire deck is over a single dollar. Yeah, because you only run like one. Basically, sh- yeah. Well, isn't um, was that was that Synchro Monster? Shen Shen, not Shen Shen. Level eight, level eight. They cheated out with uh, Ultimate Zulkin. Oh, uh, Clearwing Synchro. Yeah, Clearwing Synchro Dragon. I think might run you a couple of dollars. Yeah, but even so. Yeah. Uh, I actually I think the most expensive card in the entire extra deck is probably actually Muddy Mud Dragon. <laughs> How much are Muddy Mud Dragons? Uh, last time I looked, they were like five or six bucks. I have so many of those. I need to get rid. Last of. time I looked. Yeah. That that was a while ago, but I think that was when people were trying to pick them up. Yeah, because you can, because uh, you can make Money Mud Dragon, and then use its effect with Ultima Zulkin and make Dragoon. 
you don't get any pops from it, but you still get the on, but you still get the on, once per turn Omni negate. Right. Um, because literally what you do is, uh, uh, Muddy Mud Dragon's effect is that you can declare a, you either declare or you reveal a fusion monster, and then its name becomes one of the fusion materials that you need. Right. You so, literally turn it into Dark Magician and then fuse it with Ultimize Zulkin. Yeah. So, and then you could also use it to go into uh, invoke Kaliga. You make yes. it become Alistair the Invoker. Yeah, and then also with Ultimize Zulkin and make. Yeah, invoke yeah. Kaliga. So, which Kaliga plus uh, uh Crystal Wing Single Dragon? I, I must. Is it Clear Wing or is it Crystal Wing? I don't remember which one. That is kind of important. I'll I think look... it's. I think it's Crystal Wing actually. Yeah, I'll look that up real quick while I'm saying this. Uh, anyway, so like, like Kaliga plus the plus the whatever Wing Synchro Dragon. It is rough to try to try and uh, play through that. Oh, it's it can be difficult, uh, and it can be near impossible if you can't negate the Kaliga. Yes. So, um, the I just want to go ahead. Do you have it? Uh, I'm pulling it up now. Okay, I want to go ahead and talk about the last deck I want to talk about, which is At Ignister. So At Ignister is a very fun. It is Crystal Wing. Okay. Adagnister is a very fun, very usable uh, rogue deck. It is... Who is a $5 card, by the way. Okay, yeah. You can get the entire Adagnister deck for like 10 bucks, 15 Or, well, I say 10 It's definitely not 10 Like 20 to 30 bucks. Except maybe like the uh, uh, Arrival Adagnister, I think it's called. No, he's cheap. Yeah, the rival Cybers. He last time I looked, he was fairly expensive. But I think that was because people were trying to pick him up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because people were trying to pick him up. He's now down to like a dollar. Yeah, you can pick up literally everything in the main and extra deck for this deck for literally probably less than four. thirty thirty dollars. I feel like would be like a generous number. Keep in mind, this is just to make the deck functional, not optimal. Right. Yeah. So this is actually is, I will say, this is a shout out to Mirren in our Discord server. He is uh, one of our Patreons, and he has been playing a ton of Adagnister. And he has showed me some cool things that you can do with that deck. And that deck's really got a lot more to it than people realize. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's it's, it's a lot more than just summon 6,000 towers and pass. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely one of those decks where, yes, it can do that. But because it can do that, people go, that's all it can do, and that's all it should ever do. Right. But then, what ha- But then, you know, what do you do if your opponent just kind of reveals a kaiju? <laughs> right. Or a lava golem, God forbid. Yeah, so, um, I think it's interesting. Realistically, the best thing that it can do is, uh, like, one of the best things it can do is access code lines. Yeah. But, but that, that requires a eighty dollar, I think, at cheapest access code. Uh, it's I think it's a lot higher than that. Or no, 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 no. You can get the golds for like seventy. Okay, yeah. So, right now, that yeah. might that might go down in the future as we get as we get the next couple of waves of the product. I'm thinking it'll probably pull kind of what uh, kind of not exactly the same what what a uh, crosslight designator did, where it was super expensive, but then as we start getting more and more waves of it, it got cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Right. Right. So I think that'll wrap it up for though for the uh, best budget decks of the f- current format. Yeah. If you have any other suggestions, hit us up. Let us know. Let us know what you think are the best budget decks of the format. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get a quick word from our sponsor, ETB Games. So, of course, we want to 
give a huge, huge thank you to our sponsor, ETV Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our locals. They are our regular sponsor. They are our number one place for going and playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, getting new cards, and getting everything we need for all of the games that we love. Love, you know, for instance, I'm a very large, big, big fan of uh, tabletop RPGs like D&D and Pathfinder. They got D&D books and Pathfinder books. Which are not easy to find, honestly. Uh, it depends on where you're at. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, like if you're in Treeport, there's, they're, they're everywhere. Really? Like, cause you have Barnes and Noble, which has multiple copies of everything. Uh, then of course you also have Steel Fox, who also has a couple of things. There's three or four other places that got, that has that kind of stuff over in, uh, Shreveport. Yeah. But on the opposite end on it in Alexandria, between here and Alexandria, almost nothing. Yeah. They are far and away the best option for that kind of thing. So oh, yeah, no, no, Definitely. So please be sure to check out etbgames.com. The link will be in the description below. And not only that, but you can also check them out on TCG Player, um, which we don't have the link for, if I'm being completely honest with you. But we can try to work on getting that. So thank you so much for ETB for being such a wonderful sponsor. If you're in Louisiana or the surrounding areas, absolutely come and check us out. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for that. Now, the next thing we want to talk about is something else pretty cool we want to talk about the best tech cards for the coming format so the reason that we can talk about the best tech cards and the best um the best budget decks and everything so confidently right now is because we know everything that's gonna come out until grand creators so yeah and we're still getting some information on what's coming out in Grand Creators. Right. So Grand Creators is not going to release until middle, mid to end, end of January. Yeah. It releases right before YCS Pasadena, doesn't it? After. Right after. Okay. So okay. So we don't even have to worry too, too much about that until after YCS Pasadena. Right. And new ban list will be like the Monday after Pasadena. Yeah. So realistically oh i just thought about it we can do our ban list episode that monday oh we can so realistically though we do want to say we know with a certain amount of confidence what this format looks like we know what this format is going to shape up to be and sure we can't predict everything we don't know you know we we can't predict something crazy happening some deck coming out of nowhere but yeah uh, we have know, a pretty good idea of the meta trends and how to counter them. Yeah, everything that's going on right this moment. Yes. <laughs> so, the first thing to say is because basically because we because you can look at it and say, okay, well, gold had just came out. Brother or battle Brothers of Legend is about to come out, and once Brothers of Legend releases, there's no set releases until. January. Yeah, until after YCS Pasadena. Right. So that means that if you're looking to get these cards right now for play right now, the price isn't really going to get any better until January at best. Yeah, and then and then the price on stuff, some stuff's going to go down. Prices on other things are going to go up. It entirely depends on the ban list and what's coming out in Grand Creators. Exactly. And the Hidden Arsenal set after Grand Creators. Yeah. I mean, because there might be something in Grand Creators that for whatever reason, has this weird interaction with this old card that's pennies on the dollar, and all of a sudden, this card that hasn't been reprinted since 2008 becomes a $15 common. 
Looking at you, smoke grenade of the thief. Looking at you, smoke grenade of the thief. Yeah, so, which that car was even older. That car was like 2003, 2004. Something like that. So, but we go, so we want to go ahead and get into it. So we weren't really concerned about budget options necessarily when we came up with this episode uh, bubble because, you know, we do have a lot of newer budget players listening, but we also have some veteran players. Honestly, yeah, you know. Or some new players who have some cash to burn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I hate to say this, but I'm at the point where, like, I like to say I'm a budget player, but I just got done building Sword Soul. Like, that's not budget, you know? That's easily an $800 deck. Yeah, and when you you think about it, by the time you add in everything, it can be, yeah. I mean, I was playing... Tri Brigade with Starlight Farajits and things like that. Like I, I'm not a I'm not a budget player anymore. So I'm kind of in the I camp. S- that, I certainly am. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's time to look at more than just you know cheap cards. Honestly, yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying that to down anybody, but you know, there are certain classes of cards that like if you can afford them like you need to be able you know you need to know what to look out for and what to look at you know if you have 60 or 70 dollars to spend i mean unless you really have extra money to spend don't go out buying random things like a heart earth dragon i mean that's like a 50 something dollar card for casual play so or anything dark magician related yeah you don't (laughs) need to go out and buy magician souls for your dark magician deck especially since it's being reprinted but Man, man, hero players be spending, you know, used to spend like four hundred dollars. Seven hundred. Yeah, seven hundred on two cards. Oh, on those just on those two cards, yeah, yeah like, like four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, just to end on a board of Nibiru token. Yeah. <laughs> I kid. Hero players really do be out here spending seven hundred dollars for a deck that ends on a crazy end board of a single Nibiru token. <laughs> I we say this only in jest because it's funny. We say this out of love because I love heroes. Um, in fact, a little bit off topic. If you are looking to watch some great hero content, MBT posted a video with RJB. It was some content from his subathon where they went back and reviewed the nationals or no, the 100th YCS, which was held in April of 2012. And this was in the midst of the heavy Insector Dino Rabbit windup format. And do you know what top four at that tournament was? Heroes. One of them was Heroes. Four different decks. Which is insane to think about that in a rock, paper, scissor format, Heroes. Skill Drain Heroes. Got top four. It was Skill Drain, that's why. (laughs) I mean, that was the the most fun and interesting deck of the format. And it was running Floodgates. It really was. I I vaguely remember Skildren Heroes from back then. I I I vividly remember it. I played that deck. Yeah, it's why, I love Heroes. That's why I vaguely remember it. <laughs> so what do what do you think the top four decks were from that event? Uh, Dino Rabbit, Insector, Wind Up, and then nope. Hero. No, nope, you got two: Dino Rabbit and uh, Hero. Insector and Wind Ups didn't make it. No, nope, huh? not 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 represented in top four. <sighs> no idea. Then Dark World won the whole event. Oh, of course it did. Dark World, everybody hated playing against that deck, but that deck had a really good Dino Rabbit matchup. Yeah. I mean, it was Dark... I mean, Dark, dark World at the time was Solitaire dot deck. Yeah, you were just playing by yourself. Everybody hated playing against that yeah. deck. Uh, that deck fell out of competitive... That, that deck literally fell out of, like, popular play be, 
because people didn't have fun playing against it. You were hated in your friend group if you played Dark World. Yeah, that that deck didn't get power crept out. It it got like it got players shunning each other for playing it. Out. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and then it turned around and won the one hundredth YCS. But you know what? With the really interesting deck in top four was what? Piper Chaos. Pipe. I remember that deck. Yep, it I was just level that. one dot deck. I I remember that because Justin wanted had built it. Mystic Piper Chaos. Yeah, Mystic. It was like Mr. Piper, Justic Confit, and a bunch of little level one it, dudes. It was bad. It was bad. But it's very. It's a very funny story and a very funny point in Yu Gi Oh's history. So, um, but that is all I wanted to say on that. Let's go ahead. Uh, we've rambled a lot without actually talking. My first tech card that is amazing right now is Dark Ruler No More. Oh my god. Hey, that's a nice board you have there. Be ashamed if anything was to happen to it. Yes. So, the really cool thing about Dark Ruler No More is that it's just... Right now, decks are either super mid-rangey and doing the same thing over and over, or they're making giant boards. And when you're looking at a board of Chi Zhao Baron and maybe even at like a Chao Feng or something, like, whoa, that's tough. Or even a Kaliga plus a Crystal Wing Synchro Dragon. Or even just one Appaloosa. Yeah, like a like a four negate Appaloosa. Yeah, it, anytime you're staring down a board like that, it's just Dark Roller so amazing. It, it feels... Exp- I love my favorite thing is whenever my opponent is very cocky with their board and uh, the, their face whenever I just carefully lay the dark world no more on the table or a dual Phoenix and destroy Phoenix enforcer. Yeah, I, it's I, dark world no more is insane and there's no getting around it. Like the only way that, that the, the your opponent could possibly get around it is literally either forbidden Lance, one of their monsters to protect it. Or literally chain a spell, a spell or trap card, just so you can chain a monster effect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about how much has to go right for them to get around that. So, D- Dark Ruler No More is my number one card that you need to be at least side decking right now. Now, to be fair though, uh, I've only my my own personal experience with being with Dark Ruler No More being used against me was I was playing Medulce and I set up my board. And he went to go activate Dark Ruler no more. And I went, you literally saw me set Promenade. <laughs> Flip Promenade. Negate. Negated. That's funny. And then he just kind of went, and then he was kind of like, that's oh. that's what I wanted. Oh. I was like, oh no, but I had like three hand traps in hand. Hey, whatever works. Um, Yeah, so Dark Ruler's my first one. What you got? Uh, For my first one, it's it's not a generic... I'm not gonna, it's not a generic one. It's very specific to any more bird up variants of Tribrigade. So that's sure. like Tribrigade Lyralisk. Uh, the the Tribrigade decks that abuse the Samorg link more. Right. Dark Samorg. Dark Samorg is an interesting option, especially when you consider how many back row decks are in the format right now. Exactly. Like up against something like uh, Trap Eldlich. Like, like if you go full combo and you're as soon as you make that Samorg, if they don't have the negate for the Samorg and you end, you win the game. Yes, because they will not be able to because especially if you're going first, there's nothing they can do. Yeah, they can't set anything. Yeah. 
Um, Even Lord of the Heavenly Sky Prison does not help when you cannot set a card. Exactly. Um, And so they can't set any traps. They can't get Golden Lord out. They can't do anything. Um, They can attempt a Dark Ruler no more. Yeah. But then, you know, you can chain something like Forbidden Lance and to protect the Sorg. Right, and, right. Um, and like, and like, even if they activate something that specifically targets the Smorg, the Dark Smorg, if you place it in a zone that, sm- that the Smorgling is pointing to, they can't target it anyway. Right, right. And they also can't regek your Dark Hole it because it's being protected by the Smorg link. Right. So, uh, interesting enough, uh, Dark Smorg plus Anti Spell Fragrance wins the game. Yeah, it's a lock. They can't, um. So okay, so Dark Smorg makes you can't set Anti Spell Fragrance m- makes it where if you want to activate a spell card, you have to set it first. So they literally cannot set spells or traps and because they cannot set the spells they cannot activate the spells exactly so they can't even dark ruler no more you or anything like that yeah it's 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 pretty cool card yeah against a back row heavy deck like that you just win and it just got a reprint recently in an ots pack too uh dark smorg yeah 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 yeah. yeah good card oh yeah great card my um, next card is zero percent budget not even a little bit it's very not budget friendly but Lightning Storm is one of the best cards in the format right now. Oh, easily. It's Harpy's Feather Duster, but better. Because it could also be Regeki Break. Uh, no, Regeki. I mean, Regeki, that's what I meant. Or, no, I thought that had yeah, to be in attack mode. Okay, so it's not quite Regeki. Yeah, it's like Mirror Force and a spell card. Yeah, it's still really good. You can blow up your opponent's monsters or their back row, either one. Again, Harpy Fe- Harpy's Feather Duster, but better. Right. Um... Uh, so like, so like, if your opponent's on a board of like dragoon, and like a bunch of other minor things they're protecting with the dragoon, they have to negate with dragoon, or yeah. they lose dragoon. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it forces your opponent to do something. It's back row heavy decks. It forces them to start flipping stuff. Um, it, it's it just it demand it, you. It's one of those single cards that demands a response, and your opponent will will go neg on it no matter what happens. Yeah, because they if they don't respond, they lose. They literally lose the game. Um, and then, yeah, and like, like the best that they can hope for it, like, let's say it's a back row deck and they set five pass and you activate that. The best they can hope, hope for is a neg three. Right. On their part. And that's rough. That's pretty bad. Um, and it's like, it's, I don't know, it's just crazy against back row decks. It just wins games. It's crazy against, uh, it's, I don't know, it's a good card. Yeah. Great card. So what do you, what's your next card in there? list? Also not. Well, I'm going to stick it with Friendly and actually say Forbidden Lance. Again, as I said before, it, it can let you protect your monster's back ruler no more. Really can help it protect it from any spells or traps. I think Forbidden Lance is like a cool card. I don't think it's quite as good or has quite the versatility that Forbidden Chalice has. But it's definitely interesting. Well, okay, so the reason why specifically that is due to... first, Because first off, it, it, the big thing is that it, it, it protects your monsters from spells and traps. Yeah. Which in a back row heavy format like we have, it's kind of it's kind of good. Um, uh, particularly if your opponent like attempts to, I'm trying to think like, again dark ruler no more flip lance negate or like if your opponent's got a big monster on board, you can during the damage step just activate it from your hand and they lose seven hundred attack. Right. It's also a battle trick, which so is chalice, but chalice is only what plus four hundred I think. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Whereas Lance is minus seven hundred. Is it seven or eight? I I remember it being seven. Okay, it could be seven. Um. 
So it's a defensive card. It's an offensive card. Um, I would say Forbidden Chalice is in the exact same vein, but it serves a slightly different purpose, primarily in negating your opponents, being an additional monster negate if you don't have access to Ash Blossom or, well, not Ash Blossom, but like Effect Veiler or Imperm. Right. Um, it's bet it's it's better on turns two and above than Effect Veiler, uh, particularly if your opponent is particularly if you're going first because then you can set it. Right. Because it's a quick play spell. Um, it becomes about the same as Imperm on turn zero. Uh, on turn one, it's completely useless. It is worse than Effect Veiler because you can't activate from your hand if your if your opponent is going first. Um, so I'd say for Midlands, Phil and Chalice are in the same thing, but they kind of fill out different little niches. Yeah, for like, sure. Both dirt cheap cards. Yep, for sure. Um... Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for tech cards, unless you have any more specifically that you want to talk about. Uh, I.O. Huh? Imperial Order. I mean, Imperial Order is awesome. I don't know that it's a tech card as much as a staple, because, like, I was going to, I was thinking about talking it, about, uh... I really don't think it's, I don't really don't think it's a staple, because not every single deck can run it. Yeah, that's fair. Like, Trabagate Lyralisk do, doesn't want to run it, because, you know, because that would stop their, uh, like, their, uh... Bird calls, and once uh, Brothers of Legend comes out, bird strikes. Right. And it also, but the big thing behind IO, though, is definitely setting it, and then when your opponent activates spell card, then flipping it. Right. Unless, of course, they have, like, Cosmic Cyclone or Twin Twister in hand. Then you just kind of cry. Yeah, you just kind of give up on that one. So. Just take the L. <laughs> we do want to, of course, before we wrap up, we want to go ahead and get into our podcast question of the day. So, last episode's podcast question of the day was... Uh, favorite set. Yeah, what is your favorite set of all time? We got a ton of great responses here. So, ours, of course, as we said, our Return of the Duelist and Abyss Rising. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some cool replies. I don't think there's any set I bought so much of as Toon Chaos. That's interesting. Uh, Toon Chaos is very cool, but I don't know that it was like that well bought. Uh, Fusion of Forcers provided me with most of my fluffle deck and made me an unstoppable at school at 8th grade. Yep, that'll do it. Uh, GK Le- GX Legendary Collection, the set that, the one that came with that binder. Very cool. Ooh, I actually still have that binder. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, we have one reply for Dusa. The Legendary Collections because of the retro format rarity upgrades and reprints. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's a good reason. I do like Magical Hero because of all the support the protagonists got. Also, Duelist Saga for having the best ultra rare rarity. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Rise of the Duelist. That's a good one. Uh, probably IOC. Uh, BLS will forever be my bread and butter. IOC was impactful one of the most impactful sets in the game history yep legendary collection 2 game board addiction addition if you count if we count side sets this set was stacked with cool cards i agree i think it was too oh, um that was a good set yeah pharaonic guardian gravekeepers will always be one of my favorite archetypes understandable that's fair gravekeepers is still a good archetype they're cool um, the set which introduced the sheer Nui archetype Shadow Specters with Ghost Trick, Vampire Raccoons, Duelist Alliance, and finally Phantom Rage with Tri Brigade. 
And then here's one that says Light of Destruction. Here's another one that says Invasion of Chaos. And if you hop on over to the Discord server, we do have a few people answering it here also. So MRD is what they said. This this dude said Savage Strike or Soul Fusion. I respect that. Um, Giant Skyhawk said that the Dino Masters Fury Shirt. Yeah, Dino Masters Fury Structure Deck being his favorite set. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's best awesome. set, best set, best set to buy <laughs> Structure Deck. Um, but then he gave it like yeah, then like he did give like an actual yeah, set though. The one that he gave after was Fusion Enforcers, which released the Fluffle archetype. Yeah. So or well, it gave us a bunch of support. Yeah. yeah. It made Fluffles, like, really good. Favorite set, Light of Destruction. We did see a few people say Light of Destruction. A uh, couple good. of people said Duelist Alliance. Um, a couple of people said Max Gold and Max Gold Eldorado, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. I, I, newer, newer players to the game, which there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. It's one of those sets where you either love it or you hate it. Yes. Most people love the, but most people seem to love the cards that come out of it, but not the rarity. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love the cards that come out. I hate that rarity. Yeah. And we also have some more Eldorado, some Chaos Impact. So there's a lot of different uh, places people are going with mm -hmm. this. So, but <sighs> I, I imagine the sets of Yu Gi Oh! is kind of like Pokemon where. No matter what Pokemon, it's someone's baby. Someone right. absolutely loves that Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely. Does, Dunsparce, somebody loves Dunsparce. Wait, I was watching a stream and a dude ca caught a wild whooper and lost his mind because it was his favorite. There you go. So, Don't, To be fair, I, I also really like whooper. I do too, but it's not my favorite. I like I like Toxicroak. That, that's so. fair. And uh, Sceptile and Salamence. Salamence is probably my favorite. So, But that'll wrap us up for that podcast question of the day so before we leave we want to ask you today's podcast question of the day which is in true thanksgiving spirit what is your favorite thanksgiving food not all of these are gonna be you gear related sometimes especially today we're releasing on a holiday we want to know about you your favorite thanksgiving food you know do you have a certain tradition of the way you eat it you know i mean i always eat it watching football so that's fair be sure to absolutely check us out on twitter be sure to check us well, out on before patreon we, oh, uh -huh. before we do that what's your favorite food to eat at thanksgiving you didn't even answer it oh <laughs> i'm tired i'm no, zoning no, bro no, it's, it's i'm cool. zoning it's cool um dude i can't dude it's so hard to pick i i'm i'm a big i'm a big fried turkey guy i like fried turkey but mm. as far as the side dishes i'm i love cornbread dressing oh my god i love the dressing and dude the green bean casserole with the crisp with the crunchy French's onion crumbs on top. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh uh, yeah! I can me, do it without pumpkin pie, but those oh, oh yeah. For me, it's the sweet potato casserole with the mush with the marshmallows on top. That yep, that's it. Yep. So literally all it's it is. It's gotta have the marshmallows. But literally all it is is you make mashed potatoes out of sweet potatoes and you put marshmallow on top and then you bake it. You don't have to make mashed potatoes out of them. You just chunk them up and dice them up. Yeah. If you dice them up, they're good too. Yeah, yeah. I personally prefer to get like the kind of creamy texture. Um, you have to cook them down a certain way though. Yeah, exactly. But it's not hard to make. Real cheap. Delicious. Expe yes. Yeah. Mm. Especially when you bake it just right to where the marshmallows on top get that like thin layer of crisp. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. 
I'm not trying to cut this short, but it's super late and it's yeah, time for sleep. Yeah, we're all we're both exhausted. Yes, we are recording this episode an extra day early before yeah. travel. Also, it's midnight. Oh, it's after midnight. Yeah, it's, it's after 12, midnight. Oh, and it's twelve fifteen. And I said we gotta go home and then edit our Patreon episode. By the way, you should totally uh, go check that out. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go into the go ahead and move on into the plugs portion so yeah. <laughs> thank you again so much for checking out today's episode be sure to check out the patreon if you have not already we have tiers as low as a single dollar not that bad uh be sure to check us out on twitter at top cut podcast you can find us on youtube even we do need to update it's more of an archive but yeah. you know we do upload stuff to youtube if you want to go through there um be sure to check us out on your Spotify or Apple iTunes and leave us a follow or a review or a rating or whatever it is. Um, again, it's late. Uh, be sure to check out ETB Games. Their link is in the description down below. As always. And be sure to check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. They're our sister channel on YouTube. They are some a crew from our locals. Um, I claim myself to be a member of Team Dark Arm Dealings. It is really just a wonderful group of guys doing some awesome competitive Yu-Gi-Oh Super content cool dudes. for sure. So thank you everybody so much for listening and a very, very happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening today. And I, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm well, thankful for our listeners. Everyone in America anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving's not, well, no, I'm thankful for everyone everywhere. Yeah. But, uh, Happy Thanksgiving to the Americans, because that's mostly an American holiday. Yeah, the Thursday is when we celebrate our Thanksgiving. I think other countries also have it, but it's like a different. It, it's, different. it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not exactly it's the not same. same. Not the same traditions and things like that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And please be sure to answer that podcast question of the day through our Patreon or th- or not Patreon uh, through our Discord or our Twitter. Have a good day, everybody. Take care, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.